Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to get motivated. And in fact, the idea of this particular episode is to motivate you because Sometimes we just need some motivation. I find that, you know, maybe you're having a rough week. Maybe uh, you're having a great week. I don't know. But if you need that extra little boost, if you're looking for that extra little kick in the pants, if you're looking for that extra little spark to get you going, to get you on fire, to get you lit, well, guess what? This is the perfect episode for you. So uh, a couple quick things. If you are new to the show, then uh, welcome. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to... uh, to share with you some things that I hope will provide a lot of value for you. So a little bit about me too is uh, I am an internet marketing consultant by day. That is my full-time day job occupation. I am a uh, publisher here at Find Your Flow and the podcaster host. So, um, So I bring energy to this but it's not always this motivational i'll be honest sometimes you know it's all over the place right because life can be all over the place and i try to touch on things that are real and true in my life and possibly yours and so motivation is a big factor i deal with business owners all across the united states every single day and i'll be honest most of today i was pretty darn tired and out of it and not feeling particularly motivated myself why? Because of a, of a number of reasons. I didn't sleep a whole lot last night, if I'm being honest. I was up late working on stuff. And uh, I had, um, you know, this uh, realization with something where I was going to make a, a whole lot of money with one deal. And I realized, you know, this was not, uh, even though it would have been awesome for me in the short term, it was not a good long-term strategy and it would not be for the highest and best of uh, everyone involved. And so I had to come to the hard fact and truth that sometimes, um, you know, uh, for me personally, I choose to do the thing that's going to serve us all better and, uh, and and keep those long-term relationships intact and, and serve at the highest and best level that I can. And so it was, uh, on the one hand, a little bit of a bummer. On the other hand, I feel really good and glad that I went that route right now. I'm feeling awesome. So um, so I was up late working on stuff. Now I, um, I'm here with you. And so... When we talk about motivation, I've done some other podcasts on episodes that tie into this nicely, so I'm going to plug a couple of those real quick here. So there is one episode called Just Do It. I'd highly encourage you to listen to that episode. I'd also highly encourage you to listen to the episode titled Burning Desire. So if you go into finderflow.com forward slash podcast, there should be a search mechanism or window there, and you can search Burning Desire. You can search Just Do It. Or uh, Pep Talk is another one. And then, of course, this motivational uh, podcast that we have going on right here. So let's get down to business. Let's get you motivated. Why or how, without us being face-to-face, without me knowing who you are or where you're at in your life at this very moment, how might I some, in some way, shape, or form be able to actually provide motivation for you? Well, it's a great question. And the reality is it's not going to be me so much as it's going to be you getting in tune, in touch with that part of you that is the the inspiration. And maybe it's not exactly in you. It depends on how you relate to it. So there's this uh, idea of the muse, right? The muse or muses 
um, that god or goddess that might be whispering in your ear that might be inspiring you to do something that is uh, exciting and this inspiration is what gets you feeling like man that's great that's awesome i want to go for this thing i'm excited right and so it's important to be able to touch to dial in and connect with this especially when we are feeling maybe less than motivated to go out and do it so this idea of being aware of what drives us is really really important when we talk about getting motivated because it's easy to get motivated in the short term, right? We might listen to an uplifting podcast such as this, or you might go to a motivational seminar or listen to a motivational speaker, and these things are all really good. Now, what happens when we go to a seminar or a workshop, right? We're in this room full of people who are all there for the same reason, we are, uh, you know, hearing somebody speak and they're motivating and inspiring and we're hearing their story and we're all getting excited and energized and motivated. And then we leave that workshop or that event and we go back out into the regular world and nobody else happened to catch that motivational speech and they're all just kind of, you know, default world energy level. And if we don't have a real plan in place to keep our energy level high, our motivation high, then most people end up going right back into that same routine, right? And and believe it or not, it's not your fault. Uh, because the energy of every... So there's a famous saying, Jim Rohn said that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So that means if you are hanging around with broke people, then chances are you're broke too, or not too far from it. If you're hanging out with rich people, then chances are you're going to be rich too or not far from it. So if you hang out with people who uh, are really health conscious and eat well and exercise, chances are you're going to do the same, right? If you hang out with people that do not exercise and like to eat junk food and uh, not do any kind of health-oriented things, then you're going to do probably whatever they do, right? That's why we have those friends in a sense. It's how we connect. What do, we, what do you connect with people around? What are you doing with them? Um, if you go for walks with your friends when you get together, great, all right. Walks are, you know, probably kind of a, an exercise, at least a, a little exercise, uh, versus, hey, let's go eat lunch at this place, or let's go eat, you know, grab drinks at this place. Not that there's anything wrong either way. It's a matter of just which becomes a habit. Um, some folks I know, uh, you know, they are gym rats. They love going to the gym. So, hey, well, let's meet up. Let's go work out at the gym. Um, for me, it's like, hey, let's uh, go train. Let's go do jujitsu. There's, uh, you know, hang out on Sunday, go open the place up so we can we can hang out and we can drill and, and work on stuff. So those people are friends. They are people I hang out with because we have things in common. What are those things? They are healthy exercise things. And uh, so that's a really important concept. So why are you doing the things that you do? And are they leading you to the things that you want? And if they're not, then the first step is, first of all, realizing that. And this guy just totally read, ran a red light. Um, if you want to have something different than what you have, then you're going to have to do something different. You're going to have to become someone different. So what is that thing? And 
what is the habit that you need to pick up to be able to do it. And if you recognize what that habit is, do you know how to do it? Or is it something that you have to learn? If it's a new skill, something you don't know how to do, then where are you going to learn it from? Do you need to go to school? Can you buy a book? Can you buy a tape? Tape? Can you buy a, an audio program of it? Um, you know, these are the kind of things that as you start to break it down into actionable steps, this is what's going to start to take that dream and turn it into a reality. So uh, another topic I want to touch on around this is um, law of attraction, believe it or not. Law of attraction and uh, doing, just do it, getting into the motivational part of it. It's not enough to know things. So I'll give you a great example. I have a student I talked with today. We've got lots of students. This is a very common uh, scenario that comes up with uh, coaching and consulting. Is, hey, Winston, I've, uh, you know, I've, <laughs> I have to laugh. I have to laugh because it's, it's just uh, it's one of these things, right? So, hey, Winston, um, you know, I'm doing, uh, doing this, this training, right? I'm studying. I'm watching the videos. I'm learning about the things that you told me to learn about and do. And, um, you know, I'm busy. I got, I've got a day job. I've got life. I've got, you know, other obligations. So uh, this isn't a full-time thing, but I want to build it. I want to make it happen. So how do I do it? What do I do? It's like, all right. Well, that's great. I love, you know, okay, how much time are you dedicating to this a week? Okay, let's say five hours. All right, great, five hours. So with those five hours, you know, some of that is going toward the education component, right? You don't know how to do this thing. We've identified the things specifically that you don't know and specifically the things that you're going to watch, these trainings, you're going to read these things to learn this part. And then here are your action items to go implement what you've learned. All right, so we break it down. We get really clear, hey, this is, this is the path, right? This is your plan to achieve your specific goals. What then happens with a large percentage of people is, okay, great, Winston, that sounds awesome. Um, you know, what other videos should I watch? What else should I be doing? No, no, no. Slow down there, buckaroo. That's it. You watch this and then you do this until our next call. Okay, great, but, you know, what if I get done early, I have some extra time? No, 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 slow down, slow down. This is, there's a doing component that you're completely glossing over. And until I can get them to really understand this, I know, and even if I do get them to understand on the call, I know there's a very high likelihood still that they're actually not going to do it. And this is, I'm, I'm, come to just believe this is part of human nature and part of uh, the status quo and this idea that you are who you hang around. And most of us, by and large, generalization, obviously, complete generalization here, by and large, um, and actually it can be proved by just probably doing the math and statistics and whatnot, um, most people aren't employees, are employees, right? They are employed by someone else and they earn money from somebody else versus uh, owning a business. Okay, I think that's fair to say. And so owning a business, having a business owner mentality is different than being an employee. It's uh, very different. Now, 
when I really start to see these differences happen is in this exact scenario, right? Hey, you want to be a business owner? Great. Here's what you need to do physically in the real world to start to make these things work for you. You want a business, you want income from systems and processes that do not involve you and your personal time and effort, great. Then you must build this system, do this thing to set it up to put it to work for you. This is a huge concept because, um, and it ties into all areas of life, you know, mind, body, spirit, social cash. It's important because our culture here in the United States, and I don't know so much about in other parts of the world, so, uh, you know, relate it as it relates to you. Here in the United States, we are a culture that loves this idea of an overnight success. We love the idea of an easy button, of a magic pill, of something that's going to give us the result we want quickly and easily without much work or effort. Okay, that is largely what our culture is programmed to do. If you look at any of our media, if you look at any of the ads and stuff that's being sold and bought, that is a big chunk of what we as a culture, as a society here in the U.S. buy. Diet pills. Diet pills, I'm not even going to go into diet pills, but the, the premise that most of them are sold on is, Hey, you don't want to work out? Great. You want to keep eating all the junk that you want to eat? Great. Just buy these pills and take them and you'll be losing weight in no time. You'll be totally shredded like this person that we're showing you here that's super sexy. Yeah, don't worry about the fact that they work out at the gym seven days a week and don't take these stupid pills. That's, you know, who cares? It's representative. It's marketing. It's whatever. It's the easy button. It's a quick fix. It's the overnight success. And people by and large, we buy into it, right? We, we fall for it in a sense. And when we're talking about motivation, this is a really important thing to be aware of because I see how quickly the motivation fades when people are hit with the real hard truth of no, there, there is no easy button. This is a process and you have to be committed for the long term for this process to work for you. Okay, that is really an important, important thing that I see time and time again. And I'm sharing it with you because what I want you to get out of this episode, I think more than anything, is that in order to do anything of, you know, that's going to be of some kind of big importance to you, if it's not a quick kind of thing, which, you know, maybe it is, but if we're having this talk here, <laughs> as I imagine we're having, about motivation, it's because whatever thing it is you want, you don't have yet. And so you have to do something to get it. Right? Is that fair so far, I think? So what is that thing that you've got to do? Eat the frog. What is that? You've got to do the thing that you least want to do. And you do it first. You get out of the way the first part of your day. Oh, I got to call so-and-so and they're going to be grumpy about this thing. Great. Boom. Knock it out first thing, you know, when you start work. Oh, uh, I got to do sit-ups every day. Okay. 
great. And when are you going to, what time of the day are you going to do it? What's your routine that you're going to get in? What accountabilities are you going to set for yourself around this? What punishments might you set for yourself if you don't hit your goal? Or what rewards or both? Maybe set rewards and punishments. Punishments if you don't do your daily activity that pushes you toward your goal. Rewards for when you do hit your daily activities that push you toward your goal. These little games. So a thing that comes to mind, sticker chart. Sticker chart, yeah. So our oldest son has not been very motivated to be respectful for pe- to people, <laughs> to older people, authority types. He is now. This is this is before we, you know, this new sticker chart. And it was kind of becoming a little bit of a problem. And he was not paying the most attention in class and et cetera, et cetera. So what do we do? We come up with some kind of system to motivate him to do these things. So, oh, and we have this other uh, motivational factor for him. He's not very motivated to eat his vegetables, believe it or not. He's seven. So what do we do? We we bribe him, essentially, right? It's okay. It's, it's mutually beneficial. He gets it, what we're doing. We know what we're doing. And uh, the sticker chart wins, wins rules, rules. The sticker chart rules. Why? Because he knows that, hey, every day that he's on point, that he's on track, that he eats his vegetables, that's one sticker. When he is respectful to people and follows directions in class, that's his other sticker chart. Each week that he fills out and gets a certain number of stickers, that gets him a little figurine of Minecraft. He's a Minecraft freak. So that's the the motivation for him. He loves Minecraft. We've got these little toys. It's a video game in case you've never heard of it. It's a video game. He's a big fan. They've got little figurines that we, you know, bought a set and we broke it into smaller pieces that we could motivate him over the long term with this. And it's been working fantastically. And he's excited because he's motivated to get this prize. And it's very actionable and easy for him to understand whether he's on track or not. He doesn't have to really think about it. And if he gets off track, guess what? We can hold him accountable. Hey, Bradley. You were gonna, uh, you know, you know that if you eat your vegetables tonight, you get a sticker, and you're only, you know, two stickers away this week from hitting your goal. Oh yeah, boom, eats it. Oh, kiddo, I don't know, you know, we asked you to do this, you didn't do it. Um, you know, it's about time, you know, that uh, we're we're rallying the sticker account here. So uh, if you want want this one to go toward your total, you know, shape up. Okay, yeah, boom, got it. All right, nice. So it becomes very easy and fun for him because he's so motivated to do it. So do you perhaps want to make a sticker chart for yourself? I would encourage you to do that. If you can find some fun thing that motivates you to do the thing that you maybe weren't excited to do before, but if you can start to tie it into that bigger why, that bigger picture of what you do want, you can suddenly feel a lot more motivated to go out and do that thing. So we're kind of playing a mind trick on ourselves, for real, if we're being honest, right? We're we're kind of, uh, yeah, we're, we're basically uh, bribing ourselves, and that's okay. You know, we're doing it for our own good. We're motivating ourselves with whatever thing it is motivates us. You like a nice bottle of wine at the end of the week or every night? 
whatever. Do it. Figure it out. Put some benchmarks, some KPIs, key performance indicators. What are those things that you need to track specifically for your goals, right? Keep them short and sweet. Kiss. Kiss your goals. Kiss goals. Keep it simple, stupid, right? Keep it simple and sweet. You want the nice version. That's what it. That's what we're doing here. We're setting a goal. We're putting a timeline to it. We're kind of reverse engineering the steps it takes to get to that goal, breaking those down into actionable steps that we can work on on a daily basis. And then we may even need to go into a smaller basis, 15-minute segment perhaps. I wouldn't go too much smaller than that maybe. But here's the beauty. If you have not yet listened or purchased the uh, Three Steps to Flow program in the shop, I'd highly encourage you to do that. Why? Because it gets down into the next level of of breaking these goals down into the actual being and doing of the goal itself and how that becomes a flow experience for you. So what we're actually doing as we start to tie this whole thing together is we're taking our life goals, we're breaking them down, breaking them down into maybe months, maybe weeks, maybe days, maybe 15-minute, maybe five-minute kind of action items. You've heard me talk about Tetris time and, and uh, what that means for me. It's basically I take different kinds of goals that I have, break them down into uh, whatever time, smallest time pieces that they are. Some of them are like five-minute blocks. Some of them are like those little weird Tetris L blocks, you know, that don't fit anywhere very well. You know, they're like maybe a seven-minute activity. Uh, and what I do is, depending on, you know, when I get these little breaks throughout my day, I can slot one of those time Tetris time blocks into my schedule, and that can keep me flowing because I can quickly and easily get into flow because I have just the right amount of time versus the right amount of challenge to get me into a flow state quickly and easily and therefore accomplish more and more and be flowing the whole way. And it becomes very easy to be motivated while I'm flowing because I'm already in motion. I already have momentum. And I don't have to think about it. If the mind has to start thinking, well, then all of a sudden the mind can talk me out of it. It can drain energy. Oh, well, I don't want to do that. Oh, well, you know, if I do this, I'm going to have to do that other thing. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, let's just go home early. Oh, blah, blah. But the mind is not me. The mind is the, the monkey mind, the chatterbox. I can ignore it, and if I'm in a flow state, it's actually silent. So what I need to do is get into motion with this thing, with my activity that I've already pre-planned. That's hugely important. I'm not figuring it out now on the spot. I've already set up in my planning phase what kind of activities I need to do to move me toward my goal, and now I can simply flow through those activities. I don't have to think about what to do. This is hugely important, friend, hugely important. That's the same concept as when we're doing maybe uh, food prep, right? So if I'm going to prep my lunch for the week, I can now do it in about a half an hour, all my lunches. What do I do? I first grab my stack of Tupperwares or my lunchbox type things, and then I spread them out, and then I grab the bag of rice. And I put half a cup in each thing. And then I grab the steamed vegetables, uh, which I've already steamed. And I put a scoop of those into each 
thing. And then I cut all the tofu all at once. And then I put one square of tofu into each thing. And then I'm done. Done. I didn't have to think about any of it because it's all been, it's all a process. I've already, I have Elena buy the food, the exact proportions that I need, portions I need. And I already know how much fits into each box. And I know where my scoop is. And I know exactly what I like to eat the same day every day because I know how many calories that is and how many calories I burn on a daily basis to maintain my ideal weight. And that's all automated. I don't even have to think about it. You see how this starts to become so easy and automated and natural for you that you can flow through life even without thinking and already start to achieve the success and the dreams that you have. Do you see how you start to flow in everything that you do as you become aware of these opportunities to get organized into these flow blocks, into these flow states, and how this can totally revolutionize every area of your life, mind flow, body flow, spirit flow, social flow, cash flow, and aren't you already beginning to feel excited as you now start to realize that you can take action on this? You may even want to purchase the three steps of flow right now, in which case I'll include a link in the show notes for you to get this on a special discount just for being a podcast listener and for getting yourself motivated to take some massive action and get flowing with the whole thing. So go to the show notes if you're not already, findyourflow.com forward slash get motivated for this podcast episode. Be something like that. Go there, pick up a copy if not, if you haven't already, and just get going, get into action. Plan it out first, plan out what your big chunks are, your big rocks, break them down, break them down, break them down into things that you can do in the moment, into things that will give you a challenge, but not too much challenge. And that is based on how much time you have to do it. So that's kind of the trifecta there. The three steps to flow, I go into a lot more depth again, but that's it, friend. And you know, it can revolutionize your entire life. That's really what we're talking about here. And if that's not motivating, I don't know what is. So until next time, my friend, be flowing.